0: Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. All right, guys, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. This is episode number 369. And one thing we're going to talk about, our instructional topic, which we're going to dive into in a few minutes, is all about releasing the golf club. And here's the kicker. If you have to think about releasing the golf club, you're doing the wrong thing. Okay, so, and and trust me, we've all done it, but what's so interesting about this, and we talked about this on a previous episode, about how much that golf swing happens, that downswing, in literally... A millisecond I mean it is Point I think They measured it At point three seconds It is something That becomes Impossible For the brain To send the signals To the body Of what to do So how do you Change that How do you Release the club If you can't Say you know Send the right signals To your brain To do it Well it all It all comes down To getting your body Doing the right things In the right sequence So that you can Naturally release the club Okay Right so there's Certain things That you can do And we've talked So many times Uh on the show about certain things having to do with your setup, uh, fundamentals, getting set to in the right position. Um, I think it was we recently had Kevin Sprecker in here, and he said something so so smart. He said uh, one of his original mentors had told him he's seen a lot of bad swings from a good from a from a good setup, but he's never seen a good swing from a bad setup. Okay. So you yeah. have yep. to be able to put yourself in a good setup so that you can. Swing the club and and make things happen. So we're going to talk about the things that you need to do to make sure that these things are happening in your swing, so that you will naturally start to release the club. And because if you don't release the club, we know what happens. You know that club that club face is wide open. The ball goes for a righty way right, and it's a disaster.
1: Absolutely. And for our our newer golfers out there, it does not mean literally letting go of yeah. the club. You <laughs> just want to make that
0: clear. I could say, yeah, I've released my fair share of golf clubs yes, after bad shots. Have, yeah. <laughs> Right. All right. So I just want to let get that out of the way. That's exactly it. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. We also are going to give you guys a quick update on what we have going on. Of course, it's exciting to be back out on the golf course springtime. One of my favorite times of the year, just getting out there and just experiencing the fresh air again. So we've been back on the course. We've been recording some great videos for you guys. If you're not already subscribed on YouTube or on Facebook, Facebook watch, we put all of our videos there and we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming for you guys real soon. Um, but what do you say, Mike? You want to get right into our Twitter tab? Yeah, let's do a quick word from our sponsors and then j- jump, jump right into the Twitter yeah in. let's do it so okay. this
1: episode is sponsored by Titleist alright so who has seen our recent ball fitting video or even even better our Titleist ball plant tour video now we're going back a couple years it's amazing what goes into making the number one ball in golf it really is uh, the new Titleist Pro V1 and Pro V1X feature longer distance what we're all looking for softer feel which you know we might be looking for I love a softer it, yeah, feel yeah, I know yeah. you love it it's all you that's talk my about thing. that's my thing it's <laughs> his thing man Yeah. and increased control that's key right there so what are what's what's new about it mike right that's what you say what's new tell us what's new well the new pro v1 and pro v pro v1x have been completely reimagined from the core to the cover new aerodynamic cover casing uh, casing layer core technologies longer distance like i said softer feel even more Green side, spin, and control. We want the ball to stop when it hits that green. Yeah. We want it to spin. We want more control. Now, the difference between the two, Pro V1X, which I play, uh, they deliver that low, long game spin, and they offer a higher trajectory. Frank plays the Pro V1. Mm-hmm. That gives you that low, um, low long game spin uh, as well, but it gives you a more penetrating Trajectory, yeah, a little and, bit lower trajectory, yeah. right, which is great for for your game, and that's why we go get fitted. So check it out, check them all out at Titleist.com, or pick yourself up a dozen for yourself today. Always bring your best. And second, want to thank FootJoy. Uh, it's that time of the year we break out all the freshies. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> you know, yeah. we got these shoes that we were just waiting to break out. FootJoy they set the standard for golf shoe performance and style. And in 2021, they just launched this new premiere series inspired by golf shoes of the past so it gives you that little bit of that old retro look but it, they're supercharged charged for, tr- for today's game so it adds that modern sport feel it's des- these were designed in collaboration with some of the world's best players guys like justin thomas adam scott max homer they all had their hand in the design and the premiere series which i cannot wait to, to wear at pinehurst next month um they featured these classic styling with these premium waterproof leather Mm-hmm. it's amazing waterproof yeah. leather great details that <clears throat> exude craftsmanship all the way throughout classy look with that sport feel that's what we're going for here uh and that's complemented by the state-of-the-art comfort uh in their VersaTrax uh outsole so they've 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 nailed the comfort game the look is sharp and they're waterproof that retro look with the modern feel guys check it out check out the whole premiere series at footjoy.com yeah
0: definitely when you're looking at your spring look you got to give the uh, premiere series yeah uh, look, it's 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 some great stuff. Um, all right, so. Twi- talking Twitter tap-in. So before we get into our instructional segment, this is a segment we like to do. If you're new to the this show, this is something we like to do uh, as often as we can, almost every single week, where we get you guys involved in the conversation. That's one of our favorite things to do. And we do that through the Twitter tap-in. Uh, if you're not already following us on Twitter, make sure you follow us at Golficity so you can weigh in. And thank you to everybody who did weigh in. This week, we asked, and we wanted you to be honest, we said, how often do you give your golf clubs a good cleaning? We said right there. Be off. Be be honest, and I'll tell you what, Mike. We got a lot out. of responses here, and I t- and and I commend you guys. I think you're better even than us because you guys are good about cleaning your golf clubs. Got
1: a lot. You of people see like some, to some clean of these responses. Them. Yeah.
0: Rob says every round, but I'm OCD about it. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Ka- Cameron Fenwick said after every round and every practice session. And you know what? You guys are, you're smart for doing it because I mean, we did a, uh, something recently on a, on a video where we kind of tested some clean grooves and some yes, dirty right. grooves. Remember that? And, uh, you can just see it, it's a performance difference. So it, yes, of course your clubs not, like look nice and fresh, but it actually does make a performance difference. So you're it smart definitely about it. definitely does.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, Josh says his spit and towel after each shot and then a good deep clean at the end of the season.
0: There you go, and and Ed Tattoos similarly, he says, wipe them down after every shot. I like to wipe down the grip down with a damp towel before each shot. Makes me feel it makes uh it makes the feel of the grip more sticky. So the sticks are, are pretty clean.
1: Well, what's, well, let me ask you a question. Let's stop here. What's your standard process? Do you do hot water with soap bucket type thing? Let them. Sit? Yeah. So
0: I, I, I and mean, as far as frequency, I like do it. I'll do a wipe down after a round or before a shot. Uh, I like to keep a towel that like just dip half of it in water, so you've got a little half wet side and just whatever. But as far as a deep clean, usually maybe once a week once every other week very simple process Mm -hmm. i'm I'm fortunate enough that i've got one of those big slop sinks in my house mm -hmm. right so what i'll do is i'll just fill that thing about halfway up with warm soapy water i'll throw all the irons in there and let them just kind of sit for a minute and then just a nice soft brush just pull them out brush off any dirt dry them up good uh one thing that i will say that i neglect i don't clean my grips enough yeah, I was going to
1: ask, do we clean grips are we supposed to?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that that oil will build up. So, I mean, the simplest way is like kind of how Eddie described it is just to take a damp cloth and wipe them off. Easy enough. Um, I don't think you should be using any type of, uh, uh, you know, real dish soap or anything on there. You can dry them out. They can crack. But just a little bit of that, just take some of that, that oil from the hands off. Um, but yeah, that's about me. That's how I'll do it. Yeah. I'm going
1: to, I'm going to give him a good clean this weekend. Cause we're playing from the tips next Tuesday. Yes, we are. Yes, so, we
0: are. Some true. of the other ones, uh, Jason Meyer says after every shot, yep, um, correct. Jamie says before every round I play. And I like that too. It can be car- come part of your ritual, come part of the buildup and the excitement. Uh, especially if you know your type of guy who gets out there maybe once a week or once every other week, you know, it's, it's a, it's a fun process and a fun moment. So like, the night before you get the clubs out and you get them clean you get ready to go it kind of like mentally starts to prepare you for the round yeah because you, you, you get mentally invested in it at that's that it. point
1: right It's it i found myself the other day with one of those mr clean white sponges cleaning my shoes before the round so this is what we do we get our gear in you perfect go. condition
0: i agree carter says every thursday afternoon while watching golf got to get them clean for the weekend See, when that's i go cool. out
1: you put it on tv you need something to watch while you're doing it i like that
0: there you go and it's it's, it's ritual very yep. ritual based yep. um uh Curtis says after every round and every practice session can't afford new ones. So you got to take care of them. Hey, so true, man, you take care of your stuff. It lasts a whole lot longer, a whole lot longer. Um, so yeah i mean so many responses yeah, here and you guys goods. are really great about saying how often i don't see very many people saying they neglect to clean them and it just shows you how much everybody uh, you know loves their clothes except wild bill says yes, never never <laughs> never, never. There you just go. There straight is. up never don't clean them whatever don't care whatever he's still got dirt on there from three years ago it's Like when the caddy guys
1: at the, the 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 cart barn guys are like you want me to clean them up for you sir nope nope just throw them in the car right. sure. yeah we're good <laughs> And More there, the there,
0: trust me, there are plenty of golfers out there who the only time their clubs get cleaned is when afterwards the the guys exactly. w- wipe them down. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't you certainly don't get that at every course. Um, here you go. Mario says, by the way, you guys are guilty. Did you say this one earlier? No, but he I said, said we got called. You guys out. are guilty of, of having dirty clubs in your what's in the bag videos. I don't know, Mario. I'm gonna call you right back out because take a look at my what's in the bag from this year. I had those things he, sparkling. He I, might I, be
1: just referring to me. <laughs> Mine were pretty filthy in that. But then
0: out. I'm gonna call Mario out. He didn't. See, he didn't watch he, it all the way through. But he
1: did it. You should have just labeled it. And I there. only
0: know this because I guilty. literally spent that whole night before scrubbing those clubs. It's it's kind of like when you go and you get your suit dry cleaned because you know you're going for an interview. If I'm going to be putting my clubs in a what's in the bag video, you know I'm there scrubbing yeah, them. I went before. full dirty suit for that
1: interview. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had the the, the the shirt that just looks like a suit. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> the bow ties on a t-shirt. I'm thinking about yeah, exactly that's you, yeah, that's you.
1: brothers wearing tuxedos Ex- to the interview. Exactly.
0: All right, so let's do a uh, let's do another quick word from our sponsor, and then I want to talk about releasing the golf clubs because we've got some really good tips here that can really help and, and change the mindset. It's something that I've really been working on changing as well. Because trust me, when you try to like make it happen, sometimes you do some things. Yeah, that yeah. you're just making it worse. So first off, guys, uh, talking about shot scope. If you are in the market uh, for a GPS device or a range Range this season. The cool news is that Shotscope has three great options for you and what I like about everything that Shotscope puts out on the market is that it's all very price conscious. You're getting some of the best technology out there at prices that you I just don't think you're going to find other elsewhere. So first, if you're a GPS only guy, you just want that GPS on your watch, you got to check out the G3. It's only 179 bucks. It comes preloaded with I think it's over and they you know, I got to double check it because it just keeps going up and up. And mm-hmm. it's over 20,000 golf courses that are preloaded on there. And I love that the accuracy is just so spot on. We have used it before. It'll give you great numbers to your hazards front, back, middle. And it doesn't matter if you're on the side or wherever it is going to readjust, it's going to be right there. And we've even checked it against a laser rangefinder, and you are right there within the yard or less. The, the, the new G3 and V3 series has a. a we got a chance to talk to the shot scope team about it they've dramatically increased their their gps accuracy by putting the entire band is actually an antenna mm-hmm. just for making sure that it's getting the right signals so that would be the g3 then if you want to take that next step up for only 219 bucks you can go with the v3 which will give you all of the gps that you get from the g3 plus the stat tracking. So there's going to be little nubs that you can put on the end of your clubs, and it's going to track every single shot. That's, if you guys listen to the show, you know we use that all the time to reference our stats and look at areas we're improving, areas where we need work. As amateur golfers, there are plenty of places. So that's what you can do. And plus, the new one comes in a bunch of different great color choices. Uh, It's really great. And the other reason I say cost-effective it's not one of those things where it's two hundred nineteen bucks, but then you've got to pay some sort of subscription fee. There is no subscription. You get the full use of all that data and the great app that comes with it. That's all included in that price. Then the other thing, if you're a laser rangefinder guy, ShotScope just came out with a new Pro L1 laser rangefinder. We had it on the course the other day. It is. It's got all the features you'd expect from the top top of the line rangefinders, mm-hmm. but for only two hundred bucks. I mean, this thing has got. Dude, slow- I enjoyed it the
1: other day. Yeah. The easy use and the vibration, pin lock.
0: Pin lock, vibration. You know, you've got your number. And like I said, the slope, it's all right there. And you can turn the slope on and off based on different rules that you're playing. So you got to check out all these products. Go to shotscope.com scope.com slash golficity. Like I said, no matter what you're in the market for, shot scope's got something great for you and they've got something at a great price. All right. Uh, and also, we want to thank a new sponsor to the show, is Golf Tech. And a common question this is, it's such a great fit. We're so great grateful to add shot scope um to uh, uh, yeah i'm sorry yep add golf tech to our list of sponsors mm-hmm. because we get aw- often asked i mean how often does it come in my so much people saying where should i get fit Right. They see us and getting fit. Where can fit. I take lessons? Yeah. Who do you suggest? Exactly. Right. Who do we suggest doing it? And we've been saying for a long time that a good fitter is worth its weight in gold. So you guys got to check out Golf Tech. They've got locations just throughout the country. Uh, and it, it's we've had the pleasure ourselves of having the experience of going in there and taking a skills assessment. Yeah, that was fun. It really was. If you guys didn't see a chance, to check out that video. Go check it out. And Golf Tech is offering our listeners the sweetest deal ever out there when it comes to both lessons and fittings get this are you ready for this 75 bucks for a swing evaluation or 75 bucks for a club fitting at golf tech sweet through the golf relationship how cool is that so first the swing evaluation basically it's your first lesson with golf tech the coach is going to look at your entire swing they're going to provide an analysis they're going to let you know what's working what's not working and they're going to give you some initial instruction and build out a customized game plan for you the club fitting it's golf test Golf Tech's unbiased club fitting system. It matches the ideal club shaft, which you guys have seen us do in our fittings. We're running through heads and shafts and stuff like that to find the combination that works. Cause every golfer is different. That's what they're going to do for you. They're going to take you through their tech fit process. They're going to guide you through it step by step with their knowledge. Uh, and it's cool. It's independent. They've got all the different major brands there. They're going to get you fit into the right thing. And
1: for seventy-five bucks.
0: Seventy-five bucks. Jeez. And they got the launch monitor there to verify everything. Top-of-the-line tech. Some of the the best Best fitters around, all there, um, and you know, like I said, y- you you guys have asked for it. Here's that answer. Go check out a golf fit, a golf tech, get fit, and what you can do is go to golf tech, G O L F T E C dot com slash golficity you can learn more about how you can get the special price book your lesson book your fitting golftech.com slash golficity we'll of course put that in the show notes but can't thank golf tech enough for a supporting the show joining on as one of our newest uh, sponsors for the show but also coming in strong with this incredible offer for our listeners take them up on it take them up on it you will you will not regret that that's for sure um all right let's talk about releasing the 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 club so as you said earlier mike we're not talking about when you we're not chucking it. Right. right. You shank that 7 iron to the water and the, and the 7 iron quickly follows into the lake. <laughs> right. That is not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the process of letting the club head turn over as you go through impact. So obviously, the the club head as you're swinging down, it's going to be in that open position because mm-hmm. as you come back, the club face opens, but then you've got to be able to close that down. Um as you come through the target line and come through through impact without that i mean what's going to happen and that clubface to be wide open right and we wide know what that disaster is going to be uh-huh. it's good i mean you're filleting the ball yep. out to the right for a righty golfer so we just know it's, it's important you have to do that and the release is part of the swing um I, in fact i mean if you google or youtube you know uh release golf club you're going to see literally in endless supply of videos because it's such an important topic it's such a hot topic if that club does not release forget about it you're not you're not doing anything that day
1: yeah so if if you don't release a golf club you eventually essentially i should say you're not coming through the ball with a closed club face and and pushing the club to the top of your backswing. Is that what you're saying? Right.
0: So that, that club face, remember, like uh, if you think about it, as you bring the club back, that club face is it starts gonna to open it starts to open up and that's where, you know, the club face starts to point, you know, t- away from the target line. It's gotta come back down. It's gotta roll over. Right. And it's gotta that that club face has to close. Mm -hmm. Um, but here's the thing, like I said, a lot of where we go wrong is in the mindset of saying we have to almost remind ourselves and and by manually close the club face, close the club face at you know, at uh, impact. And the problem is, as we said before, from the top of the backswing until impact, it takes exactly 0.3 seconds for the average golfer. Way too fast for you to have a thought and and bring yourself through doing it. So the the way you got to get yourself out of that mindset of manually manually releasing the club. Instead, there's some things you can do as we talked about at the top of the show to set yourself up in a position so that the rotation of your swing will cause that club face to naturally rotate closed. Right, rotate, well, square, Square, I should say, releasing it. it. That's what we call releasing is rotating it in there. So first thing to do is if you find that you're not releasing properly and you see that basically where your shot's shape and where things are going, you got to do a quick checkup on your fundamentals. We say this every week, I feel like. Right. But there's a few things that could right off the bat could be causing that. And the first, and this is why golf as a game becomes more difficult when we're under pressure. And pressure could be you're playing your buddy for money or pressure could be that you're just not scoring the way you want to and you want to, you know, you want to be able to post a good score that day. And as you start to get more pressure, what happens? You get more tension. Exactly. Right. And when you get more tension, often that, that translates into the grip the grip gets tighter and tighter and if you hold that club too tight what you're going to find is that you're restricting that movement you're restricting the ability for the 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 club face to to release because you're holding on to it so Type. We call it it like sense. a death mm-hmm. grip, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, and it just doesn't have the ability to release. So that's why you hear the pros talk about it. You hear about it going back to the days of Hogan teaching the game, talking about how important that light grip pressure was, because that light grip pressure is going to be one of those things that's going to naturally take the centrifugal force that you're creating. Don't forget what the golf club essentially is is it's a weight that's about three feet away from your body mm-hmm. that you're swinging. And if you know anything about centrifugal force and physics, the further the weight gets away from your body the more inertia and stuff it's going to create right right that's why longer clubs will go further that's one of the reasons etc etc but if you loosen up that grip you're going to allow that that force that you're creating by rotating to just let it start to roll over because the natural the way the the body works it's just going to the hands are going to roll over and across actually becomes harder to hold them in a place where they're not rolling over but that a lot of that is tension so first thing i want you to do Check your grip pressure, especially if you're playing under pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about before before, pre-shot routine. Great right. thing you can do. Just put a deep breath in there somewhere and just do a check and just make sure, is there anywhere where I'm holding on to tension? Yeah, you can feel that as you address you the ball. You definitely Absolutely. can. Especially if you're thinking about it. And then the next thing would be Rotational. Rotate, or Rotate ah, really a rotational go. swing. Golf, it, at the end of the day, it's a rotational game. Um, so you want to make sure that you're rotating and not sliding. Now, remember what I said, rotation, the rotation you create is what's going to cause that club to release because you're creating this rotational mo- motion. As you start to find yourself sliding from side to side, you're actually losing a lot of that rotational. And also a slide is something that can create a lot of inconsistencies in the swing. So if you're if you're sliding towards the uh, towards the target on the way down, there is not going to be enough rotational force to put that release into action. I mean, we worked on this with Kevin That's Sprecher. Exactly what we worked on, right? I and mean, you got to work on this quite a bit because you were sliding. I was sliding big time, and he
1: sh- he taught me how to rotate more and kind of stay more. I guess, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: Centered. Right. Centered, so yep. right. And that's what a good rotation is. And, and a good way to, to focus on the fundamentals of rotation is trying to focus on your weight distribution and keeping that as centered as possible. Of course, you're going to load up to your right side and you're going to put more pressure there. But if you find your center of gravity is shifting, like for a righty, dramatically to the right, now you're swaying off the ball. Yeah. And you know what's
1: the, been the dramatic, uh, I guess, result from all that from working on it is you, I'll notice in the sim, most of my shots now are hit pure mm-hmm. on the feedback as opposed to slice yeah so being more rotational i'm actually making better contact and i'm getting through the ball and i'm hitting
0: a more pure shot and that shot. club face is releasing more square exactly there because you go because that's what happened. when you start to slide away from it you're you're losing the rotational force that it takes for that club face to turn over right. that's what that's another way people talk about it, turning the face over mm-hmm that happens when you have that rotational force that that rotates and it turns it over it almost happens like that. Na- if you like think about it if you, if you try to not think about it and just take it like just even if you swing it like waist high you'll just see that it'll just naturally will turn over you don't have to think about well now's the moment where I have to like trigger my arms right. do-. you don't have to do that if you just let it just let the arms like kind of flow naturally that looseness that looseness in the grip and just rotating in your center not sliding all around rotating across your center so a good way to do that, like I said, keep your foot, your weight focused. Um, I, I love the trick that that Kevin did with you in the video, where he was showing like moving that kind of like the hip back. Yep. Um, simple, all, simple stuff. We did it, it. Actually, we did this with Golf Tech, where they talked about taking your your back right pocket right. and just moving it back and sliding that across the wall.
1: Yeah, that's the one thing, Brian, the fitter there. The first thing he pointed out, he goes, yeah. "You're not rotating in your swing."
0: So right. he pointed out that little pocket trick. Right. So guys. Quickly recapping A a, a grip Not too much grip pressure Making sure you have a grip That's loose enough That the the club can Release and turn over And secondarily Making sure you're focusing On your fundamentals Of rotation Because that is What's going to Ultimately create The force that it takes To rotate that club All the way to square Mm -hmm. Uh, And then another thing is Not holding back I think this is another thing That comes with pressure When do we see ourselves We did the episodes On decelerating When do we decelerate when do we decelerate?
1: You mean what part of the swing?
0: No, like what moments, what happens when we, what causes us to decelerate? What's on the biggest things? If you ask me, I'm going to tell you that it's it's when I don't trust the shot. Oh, oh sh- okay, sure. I'm going to decelerate. Right. If, I, if I, in some way, hold back. You're not holding the right
1: club or right. something doesn't feel right, you hold back.
0: Something where it creates this confidence mm. misfire where you just hold back. And think about it. If, if a good powerful rotation is going to cause that that club face to release Mm -hmm. what's going to happen if you hold back you're going to kill some of that and that club won't have the 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 momentum that it needs to release i feel like i do that when i say
1: to myself just try to hit a light seven iron yeah you know what i mean when you try to take some off it right
0: i would rather see a situation where you rotate less in order to take like if you if you don't want let's say you want to do a three-quarter swing or something like that Maybe don't rotate as far or or whatever, but don't don't hinder your rotation unnaturally by I holding mm-hmm. back. Commit to whatever level of rotation that you're doing, is basically what I'm saying. So, because if you do hold back, what you're going to do is you're going to slow down that rotation. And instead of turning all the way through with confidence, which is what ultimately lets that club head release, you're going to slow up and you're going to try to guide the club to the ball. And that rarely ends well. Right. If you play baseball, we always use the analogy of like a pitcher. When you try to like steer and guide, the ball, mm-hmm. you end up you way off target. Right, right. Uh, uh, what, a, what a good pitcher is going to do, and, a, and a, a good pitcher is not necessarily thinking of releasing the ball and, like, where am I going to release the arm? What they're doing is they're generating a lot of power mm-hmm. with a good big rotation using their legs, Right, and then what will happen is that centrifugal force will bring that arm way out, and then the ball will just release off of the hand. There you go, okay. You're not having to, like, time the release because we talk about, you know, inconsistencies and playing more consistent golf. And a lot of it comes down to just not relying less on timing and relying more on just the mechanics. Got it. Yep. So that's an important one. And I think the last thing would be just to give a quick, quick check of your equipment. Um, this is one of the huge reasons why for years we've been an advocate of getting fit. Uh, there are things that a good fitter will recognize if they see that you're not releasing, there are some physical equipment barriers that might be holding you back. I think one of them is going to be grip size. Um, if you don't, everyone has different size hands. So a good fitter is going to look at different grip sizes and give you some different options. If your grip size is not quite, matching your hand size properly it can really hinder your ability to release that club especially let's say if your grips are too thick it can be hard to release and and, and kind of roll the hands the way they should naturally roll Mm -hmm. Uh, another thing is shaft flex Um, you know if you get clubs, it's, it's too stiff. It can be hard to release the club, loading and unloading the club. Um, so that's where the expertise of a good fitter is going to come in. They're going to be able to do that. They're going to basically give you the tools that will maximize for your personal swing, the, uh, the ability to make these things happen. So a lot of ways that we think about it is having the clubs work with you instead of against you. I like it. You know, I like it. So that's why that, that club fitting really is a wise, wise investment for your. Well, game. we
1: totally agree with that. We know that, but it seems like this all boils down to uh, this release is, is is being pretty tricky.
0: Well, I think where we need to de decomplicate it is by stop thinking so much about this manual override release, right? And instead, say if I focus on my fundamentals, and these are true, true golf fundamentals: a great grip. Mm-hmm. you know grip pressure's right yep rotating instead of sliding and then just making sure you're not holding back and you're committing to the shot mm-hmm. with the bonus of having the right equipment in your hand now the release is going to happen for you a lot more naturally without having to apply the thought to doing yeah it. i like it right so yep. just put yourself in a position to make that great swing and we will see now if you do anything, commit to those things. Try it. Try it on the range. Say, I'm going to loosen up my grip pressure, get the right grip pressure. I'm going to focus on rotating not slider. I'm going to make a good committed rotation. I'm not going to think about releasing. See what happens. See if you naturally release that club. Hmm. Because if you do, I can almost guarantee you that it's going to be. Yeah. If not, there might be some other... There's, there's a lot of little nuances in each individual swing. We're trying to give you some of the most fundamental basics that we've been working on. That's where... You know, it might be a good idea to see a professional, you know, uh, and get a good lesson if you're still struggling with it, but I want you to try that first. Try setting up all those things, check off all those boxes, make a good committed swing and see what happens. Sounds like an easy process you could do. It certainly is a freeing experience to not have to think your way through. Like you're so like, that's where the nerves come in. I'm so nervous. I got to release this club at just the right time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Instead... Just commit to the shot. Because also that release is where you start to get less and less committed to the shot because mm-hmm. you're hesitant because you're trying to time something that's almost untimable. It's too right, fast right, to time. Right. It really is. So that's the most important takeaway here is, like I said, I want to get people out of the mindset of always focusing on this timing of release. Instead, set yourself up that you can are able to make a good release possible through good setup. So... But if you got some of your own tips for us, if something has worked for you, if there's a tr- drill or, or some sort of mindset or something you've put in your pre shot routine that's helped you to get a more consistent release, uh, more consistent squaring of the club face and releasing it through impact, let us know. If you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, drop it in the comments. Otherwise, lots of ways to get a hold of us. You could DM us. You can, uh, of course, you know, drop a comment on golf.com wherever you're watching your podcast. There's a lot of ways to get a hold of us, but we always listen to you guys too. Don't forget, we're not instructors. We're not pros. We're learning as we go. So we learn a lot from you and the tough, the stuff we talk about here each week is the stuff that we're working on. Mm -hmm. You know, we're certainly not saying we're experts in this, but we're saying we've we've, put the time into to trying to learn it what's the right thing to do exactly yeah all right guys that's everything we have for you this week and get to the show notes by going to golfcitycom episode 369 or of course in the Golf City app if you haven't already downloaded it download it for ios or android you can even get your uh all of your notifications when we drop a new episode so everything will be there for you and uh of course we'll have more of great instruction con- instructional content and some really great interviews coming up for you guys real soon we'll see everybody again next week